Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, just about a 13-minute Bible study each day. But even that short period of time is really helpful to keep us in touch with our in our relationship with God, to help us to develop and maintain a more spiritual and therefore positive mindset and outlook to be able to deal with life every day. But it also is crucial to keep us strong and even grow stronger in our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. We always encourage you to share these short studies with everybody you can. You know people in your life who need to turn their focus in life around. They need to start thinking about their relationship with God and about their soul's salvation. Help them by sharing these short studies with them every day. You can do that through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means, but make up your mind and make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody turn their life around. You may help somebody get to heaven ultimately. What a great blessing for them, but also a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study, talking about patience, patience. Well, how many times do we not accomplish something, not ultimately reach some achievement that we have kind of set our mind on, set at least a temporary goal on achieving because we ran out of patience? We just didn't have enough patience to see it through. Well, that happens all the time, doesn't it? Again, we use the illustration of two ladies going to church services one Sunday, and they listen to the sermon, they worship God, they come walking out, and one says to the other one, that was a great sermon on patience. And the other one responds, yeah, but he went five minutes over. (laughs) Well, I don't think she got the lesson, did she? Don't think she got the message. Don't think she really grasped it and made the proper application to her life. We are an impatient people. I've said many times that in our culture today, we have a microwave mentality. Now, what do I mean by that? We want things right now. We don't want to have to wait for any kind of fulfillment in whatever it is that we're wanting. I remember when TV dinners first came out. I was just a young kid, maybe a little kid at that time. And boy, you talk about revolutionary development. You could put this little tinfoil tray in with different kinds of entrees and even a dessert in there, slip it in the oven, and within 40 or 45 minutes, you had a fully cooked meal. Uh, would anybody buy such a TV dinner today or any kind of, of such entree that you would have to wait 40 or 45 minutes in order to eat, in order to take part in it? No, we want it right now. What, you're talking about more than three or four or five minutes? I don't want to buy that. That's our mentality, microwave mentality. We want absolute fulfillment right now. Don't want to have to wait. Patience is key to ultimately our achieving the most that we can achieve in life and ultimately getting to heaven. Remember what Jesus said in Luke chapter 21 and verse 19? By patience, possess your soul. You see, life goes on. 
Some people will live over 100 years. Some people will live into their 70s or 80s or 90s. Some people will only live into their 60s. But being a gospel minister for over 40 years, I've done funerals for all ages, literally, including newborns. So you see, people die at all stages of life. But we have to persevere in patience in order to be able to look forward with confidence to an eternal home with God in heaven. Patience every day. What did Jesus say again? By patience, possess your souls. Luke 21 and verse 19. It's an everyday walk, all day, every day, every day of the week, every week of the month, every month of the year, and all and every year, all through the rest of our life. Well, we've been looking at a number of different passages of Scripture that emphasize, all of them emphasize patience. And I think you might be rather amazed at how many there are. And that's just using the term patience or some other combination of words that point to patience. Well, Hebrews chapter 6, Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 12. What does the Hebrew, Hebrews writer say there? That you, do, that you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. God has waiting for us a home in heaven, but that home in heaven is in eternity. It's not ours in reality yet because we're still living this physical life right here in this physical realm that we call the world. But that home is waiting for us, but now we have to patiently stay true to God day in and day out all the rest of our lives. What did Jesus say? Be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. Revelation 2 and verse 10. Now, that be faithful until death instruction or encouragement, that's patience. Stay patient in your faithfulness all through your life, and God's got that home waiting for you, and it's promised to us. But the ultimate fulfillment is only going to become reality if we in patience, possess our souls. We keep walking the walk of faithfulness to God through Jesus Christ. Look at what James says in James chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. He says, well, let's go back to verse 2. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Well, we fall into all kinds of trials in life, don't we? All kinds of trials to our faith. The devil's always working to try to pull us away from God, away from faithfulness, and into sin, which ultimately condemns us spiritually and eternally if we don't repent of it and seek God's forgiveness properly through Jesus Christ. So he says, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Joyful to fall into trials? Well, that does not seem to make sense to us, does it? But he goes on and explains Count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. I've talked about when I was in high school, I still remember taking a foundry class in the house, high school that I attended in Chicago. And in that foundry class, we could make something from steel. 
And I decided my dad was kind of a handy guy, and so he would <clears throat> he would have different tools, and he'd be able to perform different kind of minor projects. And so I thought I'm going to make my dad a screwdriver, steel screwdriver. Now to hire, so I did that. I fashioned it, you know, put the bevels around the handle for grip and all that. I believe, and I remember that in order to harden that tip so that the screwdriver would stay strong, no matter what kind of stress he might put on it, I had to heat that steel up, I believe to be white hot, and then plunge it into cold water. And that process would harden the steel so that it should not break. Well, to me, just from kind of a logical line of reasoning, I would think you heat that steel up till it's white hot, you're going to damage the steel. You're going to weaken it, but not so. You, hot, you heat it up to that particular temperature and then plunge it in the cold water, and it actually has the effect of hardening that steel even stronger than it was to begin with. Well, James is using that same principle here. He says the trials that the devil's going to throw at you are just that life throws at you just through daily living, the things we experience in life, the difficulties, the challenges, and so on. He says, you stay faithful in all of that. You, by God's, by God's strength and guidance, you work through all of those trials, and it actually produces stronger patience in your life. And patience will have its perfect work if you continue to exercise it all the way through. Patience. Let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Well, again, you look at a little child, and they're about some particular task, and they try to do it. It doesn't work. They try to, maybe they're putting together a puzzle or something, and, and, and they, but they can't get it all in the right place. They can't get that particular piece of the puzzle to fit in the place where they want it to go. And after so many tries, they lose their patience, and they may throw up their hands, they may cry, they may throw the thing on the floor. <laughs> Unfortunately, so many of us as adults seem to act just that childish in our endeavors. Things don't work out as quickly as we want them to, and we lose, we lose our patience. We throw up our hands. We walk away from that task. We never realize it, realize it to completion. Well, lack of patience. Again, how many things do we not accomplish, do we not achieve, because we lose patience and we give up? We walk away. How many times do tempers flare up because we don't exercise patience? How much trouble do people get into because of a lack of patience and they become violent or they become challenging or confrontational? How many jobs get lost because the worker does not have enough patience to see that job all the way through to completion? We could look at illustration after illustration after illustration, couldn't we? In James chapter 5 and verse 10, James also addresses this principle of patience when he says, My brethren, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord as an example, as an example of suffering and patience. All you have to do is read back through the Old Testament texts of the various prophets, and you can see quickly how they had to exercise a great deal of patience. 
in communicating so many of their prophecies because the people, in a lot of cases, did not want to hear those prophecies. Boy, if you want to really see someone who had to exercise a great deal of patience, read the book of Jeremiah. That prophet, he was hated by the people to whom God had sent him to prophesy God's word and God's will for their lives. Patience. They had to exercise patience. And so many times, those prophets were prophesying of ultimate fulfillments by God that came way after their lifetimes on this earth were over. But they had to be patient. Well, we need to be patient. We'll look at some more verses of Scripture next time. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for loving us. Oh, we thank you for being patient with us. Please continue to be patient with us. Give us time to come to our senses. Repent where we need to repent. Learn the lessons of patience that you would have us learn and live the life of faithful, persistent obedience to you and dedication and commitment, the life of patient continuance in your will. We pray for this, Father, and we pray that you'll help everybody everywhere learn this lesson and be patient in following you faithfully. Please forgive us, gracious Father. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.